on May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway. And on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, you're about to listen to the first episode of Nerd Poker with me. Brian Poe Sane. Be sure to subscribe to the show feeds at Earwolf.com and iTunes. New episodes drop Wednesdays. I'm Brian Posehn. You may know me from my stand-up comedy or from the TV shows I've been on, like the Sarah Silverman program. I love comic books, metal, and anything nerdy, except furries. They're gross. But that does include Dungeons & Dragons, which I've been playing with the same group of my funny friends for a decade now. So we decided to record us playing the game and turn it into a podcast, and we call it... Nerd Poker Dungeons & Dragons with Brian Posehn and Fred. Ken! Sarah! Sark! Don't forget Jerry! Hey, you're listening to Nerd Poker Dungeons and Dragons with Brian Posehn and Friends. I'm Brian Posehn. Hmm. So basically what this show is, is every week me and my friends are going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons for about an hour. Uh, we'll mess around during the game and make fun of each other. Well, it'll all be fun. And uh, eventually, one of us is going to win and be crowned King Nerd. No, that's not how D&D works. Um, basically, if you've never played before, what were you doing? Throwing footballs? Uh, banging girls or boys? What have you done with your lives if you've never played D&D? It's essentially, it's, well, it, it's a role-playing game. It's my favorite role-playing game. And uh, basically, we each player creates a character, and you go through an adventure uh, that the dungeon master, who you'll meet soon, uh, creates. Uh, sometimes uh, he'll play out of a book, or uh, our guy that you'll meet very shortly, he uh, pulls everything out of his brain, or his bottom's brain. And uh, we'll be battling monsters and magical creatures. <laughs> it's very hard to say that kind of stuff without feeling like a total nerd. And um, there's really no ending or goal. I mean, each adventure will have a goal that Sark, our DM, will create. And uh, we'll never know what it is till we get there. Or all of our characters die and we have to start over. It's, uh, it's basically like World of Warcraft, but with a book. And uh, also dice. And it's more fun and social. You're not alone in a room. Uh, instead, there's six people in a room. Uh, so, 
I basically, uh, my history with D&D is I played very young. I played in junior high and uh, then didn't play for a long time. And then in my 20s, uh, played again uh, with a guy I worked with at a record store. And uh, that was very fun. We'd get super high and listen to Slayer. And uh, D&D had a bad reputation in the early days for being satanic. And it's not. Uh, but my friend made it satanic. So that was fun. And about 10 years ago, I started playing with a group of friends that you're about to meet. And we played for about seven years. And then me and another couple guys got our wives pregnant separately um, by fucking. Uh, at least uh, that's what I did. I don't know Jerry and Patton's story. But then uh, that derailed our game. And uh, I came up with the idea because uh, I was talking with the people at Earwolf. Like, hey, let's do a podcast. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do for a podcast. And then I went, oh, I'll play D&D with my friends, which I had been wanting to do again anyway. So uh, now it's time to uh, introduce everybody that's going to be playing this game. Go ahead. Hi, my name's Blaine Kapatch. Uh, I'm a comedian, uh, stand-up wise. I also write for television. I've written for things like Mad TV and Mind of Mencia. No, wait, come back! And uh, I host Lucha Vavoom, and I announce roller derbies, and I play in bands. I usually, uh, 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 I usually play elves. When I was a kid, I used to play muscle men because I was a little elfy guy, but uh, then I grew into myself. Hi, my name's Ken Daly, and I'm a writer, former actor. You may have seen me in such films as The Usual Suspects, a couple lines, Karate Kid, one line. Uh, I also am right now doing a show with uh, Dana Gould and Dave Keckner at uh, uh, Meltdown called Carnyville. It's sort of a variety, carny-themed comedy show. Go enjoy that. Uh, Usually, I play as a bunch of different things. You never know what I'm going to be. I've been a three-armed tree guy. I've been a sneaky elf. You name it. Thief. Whatever. I'm Sarah Gazzardo. I'm a writer. I have a website called Avoid This Job. And uh, I'm the token girl here today, and usually. And uh, I typically play smart fighters would be the goal. Um, I think this one might just be dumb, but we'll find out. I'm Jerry Duggan. I uh, write television and uh, comic books. Uh, currently, I'm staffed on Attack of the Show, and I uh, wrote uh, The Infinite Horizon for Image uh, with Phil Noto. I usually play troublemakers, I guess, is the easiest, uh, 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 across a wide spectrum of classes. I look forward to playing another troublemaker now. I'm Brian again, still. Um, I normally... <laughs> I'm always the guy... I play a bunch of dumb guys. I like to play characters where I don't have to do a ton of thinking. I like to be the guy that's first in the door. Uh, I've played uh, small characters. My One of my first characters was Jackie. He was uh, uh, sort of a monk uh, character. But since him, I've uh, mostly played guys that are kind of my stature and even bigger. I play, like, big wrestlers guys that just uh, like thumping things and, and killing. Um, I'm going to introduce the guy that keeps us going and keeps us all together and, and uh, it writes these adventures for us, basically, in his crazy head. A uh, good buddy of ours, uh, Sark. 
My real name is Scott Robison, but uh, you'll hear these guys all call me Sark because that's my gamer tag, and that's what uh, pretty much that's what you know me by more than my real name. <laughs> uh, I'm a producer at, uh, at Machinima, uh, so I work in video game media, and we cover uh, news, reviews, previews, that type of thing. And uh, yeah, recovering Mormon. I hate the homeless. And I've uh, fantasized about killing a hobo my entire life. Someday, I want to uh, wrap my hands around a homeless man's throat and watch his life drain out. <laughs> life in quotes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, today we're going to roll the dice and create our characters during a, a quick little break, and then we'll talk about the characters we've created. And then we're going to launch right into the game. So uh, let's take a quick break. And uh, hobos outside, beware. Uh, and when we come back, we'll have rolled up our characters. Hey, uh, uh, before we leave, we'd Shit like break. to thank some of our uh, sponsors. We're oh, brought to you this afternoon by IKEA. When you need furniture for no longer than two years, IKEA turns any room into a dorm. And Swiffer, when you don't really feel like cleaning anything, don't really clean anything with Swiffer. Idiot. <laughs> So we're back. Sark, you want to uh, explain what we did during the break with the the dice rolling and the the numbers and all that stuff? And yeah, from 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 ten thousand feet, Dungeons and Dragons in a nutshell. That's what we're looking for here. Yes. All right. So I'm gonna pretend like you're my wife. I'm gonna explain. <laughs> oh God, <this>. no! <laughs> I'm leaving. Oh, oh, slam. Okay. Can you imagine that coming home to Brian every day? Yes. <laughs> my wife gets to. <clears throat> All right, so Dungeons and Dragons. I have food ready, and I'm wearing a negligee. It's fucking awful. <laughs> I mean, awesome. Martini, honey. <laughs> Awfulsome. That should be a game. Dungeons and Dragons is, uh, at its most basic, it's sort of like a uh, interactive storytelling. So uh, how it works is all of these gents and Sarah get to uh, create characters that they will play through whatever adventures I dream up. As uh, and everyone's got their characters in front of them right now. I'm sure it's quite a motley crew. We're going to meet everyone here in a second. But the uh, the real basic idea is that each of these characters has uh, has different abilities that these guys have carefully gone through the the rule books and picked, um, and they operate as a team and rely on each other to complete different goals using their their wildly varying abilities. So, for example, if you want a door kicked in. You're gonna ask. Uh, you're probably gonna ask Brian. I don't know what his character's name is yet. We'll find out. And you're probably not gonna ask Blaine, who I'm sure is a wispy elf character and uh, <laughs> couldn't do shit to a door. <laughs> he's he's shocked he to slide under it. I could wipe shit on a door. You could pick the lock with your finger. Uh, yeah. So the character sheets are just filled with these uh, notes that these guys have uh, have written down that uh, explain and remind us what their characters can do. And as we go, I will, depending on how well everyone does, and if they do like really amazing feats, there's experience points that are granted, and as the characters accumulate experience points, they go up in levels, learn new abilities, and become more powerful. 
Then you roll dice, assigning the numbers you roll to your various strengths and weaknesses. And basically, you can become, in D&D, anything you want to be. Like, if you want to be a guy who finished college and is successful and doesn't hate himself and isn't ugly and fucks a lot. So, Blaine, what did you roll? 14, 12, 17, 14, 14, 15. <clears throat> Take that, my actual body. So what? Were uh, you know what? I had a uh, I had a- an elf with a four charisma, and what I did with my charisma instead of making him ugly or a guy that clipped his toenails in coach, uh, <laughs> I made him uh, a drow elf, which was uh, somebody that everybody hated on sight. You know, like a Muslim or a teacher. <laughs> so uh, so that was my, and I had to deal with that by putting myself in that situation that kept my charisma lowered. So you can kind of yeah. you can you can adapt your stats to whatever you think your character. Needs. Do you know what uh, you want to be, Blaine? Or well, start? I'm I'm going to be an elf because because uh, be. I like elves. Blaine's and, gonna uh, be an elf for a change. Weird. Yeah. He wear the elf crazy. ears. He used to wear elf ears all the time to the game. I also wore a, uh, an elf taint that you guys couldn't see, but it really made me feel very I magical. I knew it was there. Yeah. Well, you know, you could probably just hear the Velcro. <laughs> Or I call it Velfcrow. Uh, I was thinking about being a druid, but then uh, uh, then the other night, a bunch of critical mass people on bikes went by my apartment and made me hate hippies. So maybe fuck druids. That's what I say. Maybe I should be an elf that uh, shoots arrows into things from a distance like I like to be. So it's back to the drawing board on the druid plan, huh? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, maybe I'll go back to college and, you know, see what happens. <laughs> You know, maybe I'll just go for a liberal arts degree, you know, try to learn Flash or something. Maybe I'll be a fat guy. <laughs> Sounds kind of weird. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of fat elves there. I think you will be a, you will be an anomaly. Blaine no, I want to uh, be, be a half for the, elf. For the listener, Blaine is the skinniest person we know. I, uh, he wants to be a fat guy. I was uh, 115 and a half this morning, by the way. <laughs> and we know Bob Auschwitz. I was that when I was 10 years old. <laughs> Bob Auschwitz. He really he got married and just started packing it on that guy. I'm almost three of you, Blaine. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I do have the adamantium skeleton, which makes up for it. <laughs> Uh, and, and I also have an Adam and the Antium skeleton, which uh, dresses like a pirate and has two drummers. <laughs> um, my Are you brother playing Charles a female Crum. character, Sarah? I, I am playing a female okay. character. But Is anybody else? Yeah, all of us, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> On the inside. <laughs> I am now. But a female uh, dwarf, so, you know, it's... Yeah, it doesn't... So it's just yeah. not that fuckable. Well, she's only got a six charisma, I think, so we'll, we'll oh, see how that plays uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Are, Are you playing Snooky? <laughs> That's like fucking a stump. Oh, Blade, how could you miss that one? What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I fell in the cracks where I can't. You gotta say it in a Blaine voice. Nah, are you playing Snooky? <laughs> ah, are you playing Snooky? Wait, what am I, Andy Dick all of a sudden? Yeah. Why are you Snooky? Yeah, I need a ride home! <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> I, I met Snooky last week, and she's four feet nine inches yeah, tall. She's, yeah, she's, she's tiny. She's, she's so tiny. And, uh, uh, but she has perfect... She has, like, the, the tan equivalent of Bernadette Peters' skin. 
It's mean? like tan. It's like <laughs> alabaster that's tan. It's weird. Oh, so she, yeah, because she has perfect really skin, nice but skin. it's but it's so it's it's almost like milk chocolate. It's weird. Hmm. You know what? Not for long. <laughs> I hope yeah. we. That's I hope she's gonna look. She's gonna look like the uh, the woman in the uh, Planet of the Apes uh, whose canister broke. <laughs> 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 All right, let's introduce our characters. Blame. Uh, well, I have a half-elf named Blackie Green. Uh, Blackie Green, believe it or not, quick on his feet. He's even quicker with his looks with a 19 charisma. What? Did you say that right? Yes, I said that correctly. Charisma 19. That gives me a plus four of a lot of stuff. You know, I can uh, make Nestle's quick without getting that skin on the top. All sorts of great stuff with my high charisma. Uh, I, uh, uh, you know what? I'm just kind of an elf. That uh, feels like he has one foot on the ground and another foot in the stars. <laughs> Ken? Uh, I am playing a dragonborn fighter. Just because the dragonborn is kind of a cool half-human, uh, half-dragon race new to this version of D&D. Uh, named Bartha Shut Burrell. High strength, low uh, intelligence, really low charisma. So the guy's kind of a rich douchebag. He expects everybody to do stuff for him all the time. Uh, comes from royalty, little spoiled shithead. Uh, I am playing Mildred Maxton, a classic alliterative fantasy name uh, with some X's in there for good measure, always in honor of Gaiax. And uh, I've got a very high strength, 15 for a dwarven lady. Um, so this is going to be a, a small but powerful dwarf. Uh, with a six wisdom, so a lot of mistakes will be made, and hopefully they're going to be fun ones, you guys. Hopefully they're going to be fun. Thanks, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Jerry? Uh, I've, uh, I'm rolling a character called... Uh, he's a shaman, which is new to this edition of D&D. Uh, his name is El Ryan, and his constitution and wisdom are both 14. So uh, I plan on trying to maybe steer the group in, in different Ryan directions. Hubbard? Well, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. I have some literature for you all. Oh, God. Oh, shit. And I'm playing Amartha Mon. I can't even say it without smiling. Um, I am a Goliath, of course. I'm also a barbarian, again, of course. Um, strangely, I put my strength in constitution. Those are my high numbers. I've got 17 strength and uh, 15 constitution. Uh, which means I'm tough and a badass. And uh, six wisdom. <laughs> I'm not very wise <laughs> in real life and in this thing. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. All right. <laughs> hard on. <laughs> so what's next? Uh, should we take a break or should we... Yeah, let's take a break and uh, we'll uh, let's all go take a shit. <laughs> On each other. <laughs> Hello, that's a Danny Thomas. Shall we describe our shits? <laughs> Mine was mainly. You got to go to Wikipedia uh, because Wikipedia they have a thing called the Bristol Stool Scale. And it's the official medical scale for the different consistencies and shapes of human feces. And there's like one, it's like one to six. 
and uh, one is like little hard balls, and like six is complete liquid. Does anyone have a cone of silence? <laughs> You're in it. Anyway, turns, turns, turns. I do sevens all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm a, always rolling sevens. That's like a four and, and a three. <laughs> or a four and three ones. So six and a one. <laughs> and then rock. But some of it, it's, it's, like, it's like smooth with no cracks. Like sausage shape with fractured surface. It's I like, oh, you, my God. I like I when they you break water all the time, Brian. Yeah. Did you yeah. just come upon? I mean, were you googling? Was you know what? I, I, I was uh, yeah, I was working on there? I was working on web soup, and it was just one of those <laughs> things where I, just, I don't know how I got to it. But next thing I know, it's like, oh, there's that's exactly what every kind of shit looks like. Yeah, it was weird, and somebody had to draw it like Autobahn, like James I, I, Autobahn <laughs> sketching birds. Like I thought you went there. <laughs> the, the I went like uh, fun, fun, fun on the Autobahn, drawing turds. Well, it's German. My son, my two-year-old, was constipated this week, and I forgot what that's like because I, you know, my body is a mess. I've had <laughs> diarrhea for the last forty-something years. Uh, <laughs> constipation looks very painful. Shame my poor. This is all going away. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're on. We're back. So, and uh, we're back. As you can tell, we've all finished our communal shits <laughs> and thoroughly broken them down. Um, Let the game begin. <laughs> <laughs> Sark. All right. Are we uh, uh, are we ready Ken's, to go? Candace uh, got a theory before we Let's get going think, yeah. about nerd voices. Uh, well, yeah, uh, we we just tend to do the nerd voice where we talk about nerdy things, and we're right. all but we're already fucking nerds. nerds all the time. Yeah. And then we pretend like, like hey, I'm a cool of, guy. We're making fun of some other so now I'm going to do entity a nerd that yeah. doesn't exist. Uh, that is us. Yeah. So, with that said, by my friend Ken. Let the game begin. Succinctly. Uh, <laughs> take off. Okay, sorry. so we're gonna we're Please gonna save me. We're gonna <laughs> kick things off. Uh, I'll need a little bit of help from each of you guys, though, uh, because uh, there's a bit of a flashback um, it, that sets this sets this tone here so flashback thursday let me let me tell you guys the last <laughs> thing that you remember and then i'm gonna ask you why you would have been doing that because as we set the as we set this uh this tale in motion um there is a there, there is a place that i'm gonna have you guys begin at but we're gonna uh, i'm gonna need your help reasoning out why these characters that i just met actually a minute ago are in this uh situation so before we start you have all decided um about a week and a half ago you all embarked on a long long sea cruise this is a pleasure cruise all right now i don't think you're all here for pleasure because some of you are not you just don't seem like the type that's going to hop on the Queen Queen Mary and sail into paradise. So, uh, before we really get going here, explain to me, off the cuff, why you think your character would be on this luxury uh, galleon sailing into, uh, into like a, a tour of the tropical fantasy paradise. Let's start with you, Brian, because that I literally have no idea why your character would be doing this. Why do you think you'd be on this ship? Uh, must be to uh, to find somebody to fight because I'm. That's all I do. 
I'm a warrior. The last thing I remember was uh, sparring with my father uh, in what's left of our village. And uh, now I'm here. And uh, point, so you, me, you, you point can, me in the you direction of something yourself, to punch. You can see yourself traveling to try and find a, a worthy opponent. The only time I've ever been on a ship is to uh, go to a, another island or a village and then uh, get off the ship and kill everybody. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Blaine? Well, uh, I'm probably on the this cruise because blacky green is worth it. <laughs> uh, and I'm probably uh, uh, trying to get away from all the light pollution in the major metropolitan areas so that I can do a little more closer study of the uh, southern hemisphere skies or whatever hemisphere I'm heading towards. You know what I'm talking about? Because blacky mm-hmm. green knows what he's talking about. So you're treating yourself to a little bit of a... Astronomy retreat. It's like a sea cruise is in sea like SEE like looking at stuff up in the sky, brother. Know what I'm talking about? Because I do. No. That's my new catchphrase until I come up with a new one. <laughs> know what I'm talking about? Because I do. Brian, what was your character's name again? Amartha Mon. Oh, God. Not to be confused with Amon Amarth. The heavy metal band. Uh, all right, all right. Or a Martha Plimpton. And so much alliteration. So much yeah. alliteration in the world of D&D. Ken, how, uh, how did Barry... How did Barry end up on a luxury cruise? Barry the Dragonborn, Dragonborn <laughs> fighter, uh, is on this pleasure, would you say a pleasure cruise? Yeah. Because he likes fucking pleasure cruises, and he can afford it. It's a, va- it's a, it's a awesome. straight up vacation. He likes, he likes people waiting on him, and he's hoping to get his drag on. <laughs> would you say that this <laughs> no is a Dragonborn race. conspiracy? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, yeah, I don't feel see. out of place at all. Dragonborn on vacation. Got it. Natch. Or is this a Dragonborn ultimatum? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the other one was called. That Dragonborn supremacy. Ladies and gentlemen, that joke is going to get a lot of mileage, I have a feeling. <laughs> I got a whole Dragonborn in the USA chunk coming up. <laughs> uh, all right, Sarah. Mildred is on this, uh, on this ship. Mildred is a stowaway on this ship. She... Oh, um, she was trying to escape from her uh, dull, extremely religious family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they live underground or whatnot. She wants to see the world. She wants to get out there and see some sunshine and the water and stuff. She's not a normal dwarf in that way. And um, so she just basically hid out. And then now she's living it up. Dragonborn style. Uh, she's been chatting it up <laughs> yeah. with other passengers. You know, just really getting to know the outside world and... And kind of loving it, and frankly. Didn't, and didn't uh, didn't pay her way onto this ship. Well, absolutely not, no. no. You sneak in in a bowling bag? Look, I'd want to get away from a bunch of dwarfs if I were... Uh... I put him through a window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. And that's how it starts. All right, uh, that's how I met Jerry, your mother. how did L. Ryan, the elf shaman, end up here? I was communing with some spirits in the woods. Oh, oh God. God. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, I was really on a deep trip, and uh, I I came to, I came, I was snapped out of the spirit world, and there was a lot of fire. I had set part of the forest on fire, mm. and uh, it had been suggested that it would be a good thing for me to to leave the elven country. Ah, uh, okay. I woke up on the ship. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A lot of amnesia like going a on. KO well, I, yeah, it was a, it was. A, I think I took a wizard staff to the face. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> is that what they're calling it these That's, days? 
What happens in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stays in your bloodstream for two weeks. So this ship is called the Queen's Laurel. For various for various reasons, you guys have uh, have hopped on board for 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 destinations unknown. Um, you are you are exploring. You want to you know get to clearer skies. In some cases, you want to get away from your oppressive dwarvish parents. Um, however, are you writing something to me, Jerry? All no. right. uh, however. About a week and a half into your voyage, uh, something went amiss, all right? Oh, God. Yeah. Now, this, uh, we're going to have to actually uh, separate the group here. And this is going to happen in the game every now and then. And that's when part of this group knows something that the rest of the group does not. So I'm going to ask Sarah, the stowaway, Mildred, the stowaway, to please step out of the room. Take off your headphones. Get out! Get in here. You guys don't talk about booth. me too much. Okay. Finally, we get to go. pull our dicks out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, finally? Yeah, finally, mine's been out the whole time. And go, go. Uh, yeah. Hallway, I guess. Yep. All just right. go out somewhere onto, where you can't hear our dicks. Onto Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> I got a shower, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> All she right. Gone? Finally, we're She's alone. Yes. Oh God! Thank God. Like, oh, I can be myself. <sighs> Losing my so pants. much less pressure now. Yeah. All right, so the last each of you remember is uh, is you you were either in your your cabin, you were on the deck, uh, wherever you were on the ship. The last thing you remember is there was a a, a, a hiss and a faint odor, um, and then as if the uh, as if uh, I'm going to use anachronistic comparisons because I do that all the time. As if a Television had don't changed, know what that is. Don't know what that is. You you know what it is, Ken. I'm not talking to Barry. <laughs> is Barry if, in there? As if a television had changed channels. Um, you all suddenly awake, uh, and you are you are hands and feet bound yeah. in uh, in what looks like uh, some some corner of the whole of the ship. Nowhere that you've been as passengers, but uh, it looks like it's used for some type of storage. It's filled with. Uh, Filled with like oak barrels, rope, um, like block tackle hanging from the ceiling. So we're you, at Bevmo. You can hear the, you can hear the, uh, you can hear the the body of the ship creaking, um, moving. So you know you're still, you know you're still at sea. Wait, let me do, let me do one of my sound okay, effects. Okay. My great sound effects. Creak. <laughs> it's like you're there. Um, you do those monster tapes. You all wake up like as a if haunted house tape or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kim, Kim's got an iPhone full of lightning. So all of you wake up as if as if like disturbed at the same at the same time. You sit up, kind of roll around. Uh, you look around at, at the the situation. Uh, it's kind of dark down here. There's a little light. It's coming in through the uh, the the boards that make up the ceiling of the this hold, um, but. That's all you can see from where you're at. Your hands are tied, uh, and you're not exactly sure how you got here. Some of you may recognize each other from the last week and a half being on board this ship, um, but you don't you don't actually know each other at all. So we see each other. 
Yeah, absolutely. You're laying basically in a pile. Somebody want to? Uh, are, are we? We're not tied up. Or we're, we're bound. All bound. Yeah. Up, somebody yep. want to tied together? No. Well, can one of you help me? I'm going to roll over and and see if I can untie you. Thank and you. Maybe you could reciprocate. Th- well, I'm going to try we'll to see untie about myself. That. Yeah, but yeah. All right. So you guys are going to Barry and uh, El Ryan are going to work together to try and get out of your ropes. Don't mm-hmm. fidget. And you're just going to try and break your ropes? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not that smart, so I'm just going to see what I can if they're loose, or see if I can, uh, you know, knock yourself get a out hand of the crate, or if there's something I can, uh, you know, yeah, uh, if there's something I can see what they are, see if they're made, if the rope, if it's chained, it's rope, it's all yeah, rope, it's all you guys rope. are all tied up. Yep, Jerry, so I'm yeah, looking Jerry's for, I'm asking looking if for your hands are behind your back. Yeah, 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 your hands are tied behind your back. So I'm going to cool. bring them around front. Okay. Uh, so let's like let's uh, could you, could you let's, bring my arms around front for me? Let's start this up. Um, we're gonna roll a strength check right now for Brian uh, and see if he's able to break his ropes. All right. So before you tell me what you just rolled, the way this works in Fourth Edition D and D, which is uh, what we're playing, is I assign things a difficulty, and then you, with your strength and your roll, have to beat that number. So the higher the number, the harder the harder it is for you to to top. Right. So I'm gonna say that the difficulty of breaking your ropes right now, I'm gonna give it a difficulty uh, check of ten. Okay. So you need to roll plus add your strength modifier there, and you need to get higher than ten to break these ropes. No problem. I got a sixteen, and then my strength modifier is five. So. All right. So you rip through these ropes. <laughs> yeah. You just tear. Yeah. Do. You just tear your hands out out of the, okay. the bonds, yeah. Do you say anything like really awesome when you do that? <laughs> um, fuck yeah! <laughs> fuck yeah! Is that what you cheer? Yeah, yeah. And then I pull off my ropes on my feet, and then I uh, help the whoever's next to me. All right, that's uh, hey, a little help, dude. That's Blackie. Mm-hmm. Blackie Green does not like these. All right, so let's do the same thing for uh, El Ryan. He's going to try. I'm going to uh, a rather dexterous move. You're going to try and get your hands out from. You're going to try and do some weird Dragonborn identity shit right now. Fair enough. All right. Difficulty of ten. Same thing. Uh, yeah, nine plus two. Eleven. So, so Jerry rolls a nine. He needs to beat a ten. Luckily, his uh, his slight dexterity bonus of plus two turns his nine into an eleven, elf. beating a ten. So then I'm free, right? He's freed me. No, <laughs> what? he like he dislocated it one of his shoulders and managed to get his arms around in front of him. So he's still tied up. All right, but so am I though. <laughs> he's just being flashy. What's like next? Someone untie me, please. I'm gonna untie, uh, untie my. You're gonna un. Yeah. You guys, you guys have not, yeah, you guys have not met or said anything to each other yet. I just, I did tell him I'd like him to untie me. Oh, okay. And they have not had time to prepare anything ahead of time, have they? (laughs) I'm a little stressed out, so I'm just going to untie him. Yeah. All right. Are you sweating? A little bit. Okay. So you're going to untie this dragonborn. You don't know his name or anything yet. Uh, You don't need to roll anything on this because you got your hands around in front of you. Congratulations. Appreciate it. All right. Barry, you're untied. Thanks. Don't thank me. Thank, thank the smarty so pants now, over here. So now we're on to something is. else, I assume? How about a, a little help? Oh, all right. <sighs> I'll try and get him untied, I guess. <laughs> You're untied. You don't even need to roll. You're going to untie him? Yes. All right. Everyone's untied. C- good job, All right. Dude. You're my new best friend. 
What's your name? Uh, my name's Blackie Green. Hmm. You can use it, it won't wear out. <laughs> I don't get it. That's think, okay. I'll get it for you. He's the shit. What's your wolf. name? What are you talking about? What are you going to get for me? Uh, anything you want, dude. You're my best friend. Mm, I've never had a friend before. Well, now you got black and green. You hear you hear the my heavy name is the sound of heavy boots thumping as several people I don't uh, trust this several dragon. we won't say people, several uh, entities march somewhere on the floor above you. You don't know okay. where you are in the boat. You have you've never been to this this room so there any, there's light there's but very you can see yeah you can and you can kind of see that shadow can we tell we're on the same boat like, no we don't know we're just on no idea boat. does anyone see a door or anything in here i have some low I have it's low. dark it's a, it's sort of dark you can't see the edges of the room from where you're at well, i have a, i have low vision i'm half elf i do too i'm gonna see a little take bit of the, the perimeter take a little walk yeah let's do it okay I don't want to light up any any magic until we need to. Um, all right, so we've got El Ryan and Blackie. You guys are going to do a little patrol Green. with your night vision. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're, we're, we're clothed, but we're unarmed, I would assume. And we can't tell how big this room is, but that's what you're going to find out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you've got your clothes. You are un- you are unarmed. Any any other equipment that you've picked is gone. You just got your clothes right Ah, oh, my iPad! <laughs> Waited in line for a week for that. So this room is filled with uh, filled with containers and 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 actually a lot of it looks like it was just thrown down here sort of haphazardly uh, tipped over crates that type of thing. Uh, you walk uh, maybe fifty feet and uh, you hit the the far end of the room. There's a heavy heavy door uh, that actually has the the bar dropped on it, but it's dropped on your side um, and it's locked. Um, which is puzzling to you, obviously, because did you lock this door, or is there somebody else in the room? Yeah, maybe we're trying to keep somebody out. Who knows? Was I don't remember anything. I, I don't remember anything. I didn't. This is how I got it. here. I don't. I got hit over the head. Well, I was is, at. A, I was at a bachelor party. <laughs> and this is just one. End, this is just one end of this. This. This cabin. Uh, so there is still the other, basically the other end of it that you haven't explored yet. Let's as well. do it. None of this uh, stuff that we passed looked like it could have been our possessions, right? No, in I'm fact, as you a really good bag of mushrooms <sighs> that I don't want to continue on without. <laughs> Wait, Guy Fieri? So, so yeah. As you take a look into some of these these crates, they are all they were all full, clearly of uh, provisions. Stuff for a long for a long cruise. It seems like this is probably part of the sh- you know part of the ship that you were on last. You remember uh, nothing conclusive though. But all of the containers are now empty. So this mm. has become sort of a, a an empty container graveyard down here. Let's check that other cabin. All right, so you move uh, not the other cabin, just the other oh, end of no. this one. Yeah, so yeah, you move yeah. back past where uh, you guys shed all your 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 bonds. Uh, the other end of the room has a, a door that matches the one you just saw. However, um, there isn't a bar on this side of the door. Pushing it, um, it doesn't give. So it's locked somehow. Are, so maybe we're in some sort of airlock. Or, oh. or what's an airlock? <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not afraid. Is let's, that like a television? Let's get that bar off the other door and, and yeah, let's see do what's it. on the other side. 
Yeah. Has anyone yeah. gotten us out of here yet? Go back to the front door, or the door with the bar. You said, is that what you said? Yeah, maybe we should let's try do to it. Let's just try to move it. Yeah, what's the lock look like that's on the door? It's or just it's... a heavy timber set, oh, okay, in, the, yeah. set in the well, bracket. Yeah, I lift it. Okay, you lift it up, peek through the door. What's the approach here? Uh, yeah, bargy. What do you? Yeah, doing? well, I lift the I lift the door. I, I lift the you know the. Usually the you run through block. stuff like the Kool Aid Man, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I lift the wood, wood block up and then I open the door. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you lift the the bar up. I throw it on the ground heavily. <laughs> hey, man. What? Okay. It's a All lot right. of rumbling. So yeah, there, there's yeah, obviously a l- loud crash as Brian throws like a railroad tie down on the what's a railroad? Throws a railroad tie down on the <laughs> the floor. About three pounds. <laughs> uh, you creak this door open, peek your head in. Uh, this room is very dark, very dark. So um, as you elves get get eyes in there, um, you can see. Yeah, you can see some outlines um, at the at the edge of your vision from the door without having gone into the room yet. That look like uh, they look like people standing uh, at various distances into this room. It looks like a continuation of the hold you're in, though. Standing. Yeah. Uh, moving. No. Any sound. No. Any weird smells. The temperature. Temperature is the same. No, no, no funky smells. I yell, "Hey, where are we?" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, there is no, there's no response. The sound of your shout sort of muffled in the, the 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 confined recesses of these wooden rooms. Well, I can't see anybody, right? No, uh, pitch yeah. black. Yeah, for me. Okay. No light coming in above this room. This is uh, this room is super and dark. You so. guys see stuff. You guys see people. We we see people, but there's no movement. I uh, I have a question. Where's the closest guy? Direct me towards him. Yeah, how how far away are these? How people? many steps am I away from punching this guy's face off? <laughs> um. Well, let's see. Fourth edition. What's the limit of your uh, your low light vision? Low light vision. Let's turn to the books. Nerd voice. Can <laughs> I'd also uh, maybe our dragonborn friend could shoot like a fire out of his mouth. And- yeah. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. But it's only when I'm in battle that I can use that skill. What do you call now? Battle? Almost, almost battle. Okay. Let's see here. Sometimes we have to refer to the books for uh, rule calls here. Ooh, the nerdy part. I'm stomping around and fidgeting. <laughs> You guys might get to meet my bear. I'm sorry? You'll see. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so it looks like you could see... Uh, 265. Yeah, it looks like you could see five... Yeah, that's about, that's about what, 30 feet? Something like that? Yeah, five, five Um... Yeah, so it's right at the edge of your guys' vision. You can't see the back of the room from here, but it looks like there's a couple silhouettes standing about thirty feet into yeah. this room. Is there light Can- anywhere? Is there light coming in from any doors or you know, no? The room the you're are? in, the room you're in, has some gentle light coming through the the ceiling from the the deck above. But the room we're looking into is completely doesn't have dark. that. Yeah, I'm going to put my hand on uh, Brian's shoulder to help guide me around in here. 
because I really can't see a damn thing. You, huh. Can you? Do you have low light vision, Brian? I don't. I don't believe so. Hey, you got to go to one of the elves, Barry. You got to go. I don't Ryan. know that though. I'm moving or into Blackie. the room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as you move into the room uh, and you you get closer to these these figures, um, you can see them just ever so gently as they become clearer and clearer, just sort of sw- swaying. Oh, the dead bodies hanging in here like pieces of meat, and Sylvester Stallone's going to come in here and start training in a couple of minutes. We've got to get out of here before he falls in love with Talia Shire. I don't know who those people are, but I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. Says the shaman. So what's going on? What do you guys see? Uh, uh, people are dead in here. Hippie person and tiny person and dragon asshole. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm gonna confirm that they're dead i'm gonna walk up a little closer and i'm gonna summon uh my spirit companion oh here we go all right now jeremy now uh say hello (laughs) to these nice people my Um, spirit companion jeremy everybody all right i'm gonna tell these guys that i'm starting to get anxious and somebody needs to find a door don't before i make a door you should just tell them tell them no i'm telling them yeah okay you guys need to find a door or i'm gonna make one so as al ryan moves into the room uh, and oh a Martha Mon, a Martha Mon <laughs> explains he's getting anxious. Um, you see a like an ephemeral outline of a bear take shape next to Orion's side as he moves into the room. What the fuck? <laughs> he's with me. <laughs> it's all good. It's totally cool. Okay. Um. And he moves in, uh, you know, looking to clear this room. Smells like bear piss. <laughs> with his with his spirit bear at his side, as you approach, what becomes clearly uh, like a several bodies hung from hung from How'd the, the ceiling. How the bear get in here? <laughs> Ask El Ryan. Practice, practice. I'm practice. asking him, what the fuck? Where'd the bear come from? He's always with me. You just can't see him, man. He's it's. <laughs> Oh my it's God. my spirit. It's my sp- when I'm lost, I follow the bear. It's like Gazoo, man. Uh, I get it. Fuck, these people are assholes. All right, you hear you as as you approach the body. You can't see me. You 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 I'll see that the the body closest to you is uh, is a female, and you recognize her as somebody that you had bumped into over the last week and a half of your cruise. Don't know her, but you you recognize her as one of your your uh, shipmates. Oh, as, hey, we're we're in fucking trouble. As you yeah, as you uh, as you approach, all of you hear um, uh, El Ryan. El Ryan kind of pauses as he as he gets close to this corpse. Um, you hear sort of a scuffling, scuttling in the very back of the room, uh, and it's it heads away from you, like doesn't want anything to do with you. Was it my wife? Followed immediately you can see by little guy, right? Huh? Who? You, you little guy. You can see. I can see. The, this is outside there. of the ring. Yeah, he, they've got low light vision, but you can't. This is just something you heard. It's too far away for you know, to see right now. Take it's, me, take me with you over there. Let's it's go. Followed by heavy thumping of boots on the roof, um, heading, heading the opposite direction you guys are back towards the other end of the, the room uh, we started I don't yeah. give a shit about the roof uh, that's the thing <laughs> alright 
Hey, we uh, room. we need to find out what the scuttling is, and then we need to uh, brace ourselves because they're coming in. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm following the noise of the scuttling. All right. Um, you yeah, can see I'm, too, right? I'm zeroing in too. So what about your asshole bear? Can he see shit? I don't have to answer that. <laughs> I'm just asking, hippie. <laughs> El Ryan and El Ryan and his ghost bear move into the room, followed closely by a Martha. <laughs> a Martha. A Martha. I'm just going to abbreviate. I'm just going to abbreviate it tomorrow. Martha. Hey, hey. So you guys move into the room. You're looking to see yeah. what was scuttling in the back of this this hall. And as you as you the the opposite end of this second hold becomes clear, uh, you see a shape. It looks like uh, it looks like um, a a tiny humanoid of some type scuttling uh into a crate an upended crate way in the back corner um i kill it can I'm you kidding. see it hang on <laughs> i order it to hey who's i ordered to it. stop all right it's total sight like whatever it is is inside this crate now and it just has it freezes up completely someone go look in it that crate real quiet what'd you guys see there's a, there's like a little dude and he ran into a box I'm br- come on out. I'm bo- I order it out. I order it out right now. I hate these cruise ships with Jeff Dunham on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Peanut. All right, so you see, in, res- in response to your your that one makes command, you see a, a, a the My top character. of a little head pop out and some little hands, uh, and it looks like a, it looks like another shipmate that you recognize having seen over the last week and a half. Uh, it looks like this. This female dwarf that uh, you've bumped into a couple times, <laughs> and let's go get Sarah. Where's Sarah? Okay. We gotta get Sarah. Okay, she's back in the soundproof booth. <laughs> We're gonna bring her back out before we continue on more tattle tales. So stick around right after this. Uh, when, what about some advertisements? What? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Nerd Poker is brought to you tonight in part by Times of Maine. Expensive, ineffective Times of Maine. <laughs> And Necco wafers, that candy they continue to make for some reason. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Necco wafers. It seems like we would have more ads than just those two. What else? Oh, uh, we're also brought to you by Armed Response, making you think there's a cop behind you for the last ten minutes. Armed Response. We're also brought to you by Spencer's Gifts. If you need a toothbrush with tits or a dancing soda can, Spencer's Gifts has a gift that's inappropriate for your loved one or boss. Still open at the West Side Pavilion, I think. There's one out there. I'm not sure. By the ATM, Spencer's Gifts. We're also brought to you by Orange Julius. We put an egg in it so you might die. Orange Julius. Are you back in? Blade's going to keep coming up with that. We're also brought to you by your roommate shampoo. <laughs> Nothing gets your hair cleaner than your roommate shampoo. From the makers of your roommate's breakfast cereal. Nothing tastes better than your roommate's cereal. All right, so uh, the rest of the party has uh, has moved into the deeper into the hold. They're exploring the bowels of the ship that they woke up in. However, Sarah, you were not part of this group. All right, so. For you, the listener, let me just explain how this happens. Sometimes something happens to somebody in the group that the rest of the group can't know about. So, we've all taken a solemn oath to not listen to our own podcast. <laughs> because if we do, 
there may be secrets. Maybe somebody uh, finds something out about Sarah and uh, they they share it you with mean the Mildred. group. I mean Mildred. Uh, and if you listen to it, all of a sudden you'll know that secret. You know what I mean? So I know what you mean. You cannot li- you you cannot listen to the podcast. None of none of this party can. We'll see. Right now I'm with Sarah though. We're gonna we're gonna get her up to speed and then we're gonna get the uh, get the adventure going again. All right. Mildred, in an, in an effort to uh, expediate this, um, I'll share some of the backstory and then we'll get you going right now. Uh, about, about a week and a half ago, um, as you were stowed away in the bowels of the ship, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you, know, you, you were kind of set up your base camp down out of sight so that you know, none of the crew would ever question you about what, how you got on board or sure, whatever. Sure, sure. Um, during one of your uh, evening prowls, though, as you were enjoying the the, the sea breeze, um, you heard uh, you heard a bit of an uh, an alarm sound, uh, and as you rush around to the other side of the ship, you see a massive, massive galleon pulling up alongside the uh, Queen's Laurel. Uh, ropes and grapples being tossed over. Um, even a few arrow shots fired over, uh, expertly targeting crew members that are on that that side of the ship. Uh oh. Yeah. What? It about looks to like pirates. All right. You immediately hightailed it for the belly, of the, the belly of the the queen's mm-hmm. laurel. You the don't bowels, want anything as to you called them before. Yeah, right? sure. Uh, you don't want anything to do with this, and you hid down in all the uh, you know the the garbage and the the empty containers. Um, and over the course of the last four days, you've been down here eating scraps of whatever you could scrape out of the bottom of these containers that have been tossed down here, Um, even hiding in actual crates while these soldiers, humanoid, they look like humans, but it's hard to tell in the dark, Mm -hmm. um, while these humans um, hung corpses, some of the the shipmates that you've even met while you've been on your week-and-a-half cruise, Murdered some of them uh, and then hung. Some of them hung and left to die. Other people have been tied up and thrown down here like garbage. And you've uh, you've been down here for four days, um, and things have finally settled down a bit until you hear the door to your hold uh, slide open. And as you scuttle to the back of the room, some figures moved in and uh, quickly cornered you. Uh, you did your best to hide, but uh, it seems like they could. Somehow, even in the darkness, they could see you. So, uh, as you pop your as you pop your head out of the uh, the container you're hiding in, you see uh, <laughs> you see an elf shaman with a with a spirit bear at his side, and he's firmly firmly Weird. barking at you. The bear is barking. Well, no, I, get out of there! Come on out! Move out! I'm or I'm sending my, in the bear. I'm raising my war hammer. Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back. All right. Yeah, looking out, you see you see uh, four four figures. They look as scared of you as you as you feel of them. Yeah, I'm not scared. Well, not the not the barbarian. Okay, I'm raising my. Can I raise my warhammer threateningly? You're not armed. What? You're not armed. This is new information to me because yeah. my sheet says that I am armed. No one has right. anything but the the, the clothes on it. them. Mm. Um, I raise my fists threateningly. Okay. Little, uh, like a little husky little dwarf lady pops out of the box. She looks like she wants to engage in some fisticuffs with you guys. I'm not. Uh, doing I think that. that's a bad idea. I tell her. 
I don't think she killed these people. Hey, little lady, and I don't mean that personally. Uh, we're about to get killed, so uh, why don't you just get out of the box and uh, let's all try to figure out what's yeah, going where on. Where are we? What's your story? Did you kill these people? What's happening here? No, no, no. We're about to yeah, get. We just we're about to get here. walked in on. Somebody hit me over the head with something. Must have been pretty heavy, because uh, it would take something heavy. Are you passengers to on the make ship? Make me sleep. Yeah, I was enjoying uh, yeah. a nice cruise, but then uh, I cocked out at some point. Are you, a, been drinking, are you a cabin boy? I've been drinking colored drinks every day and sitting around and sort eating. Sort of. I'm uh I'm trying to follow the the footsteps path. Yeah, you uh, the 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 boot steps that you heard a little bit ago have have faded in, into the distance. But while you're talking to, did you introduce yourself? Uh, my name's Mildred, by the way. Oh, hi, Mildred. I don't know if it's nice to meet oh, you're you yet. Friendly. As you, yeah. <laughs> as you're, as you're, uh, fight us a second ago. Exchanging stories with Mildred, you hear heavy, some heavy thumps uh, and loud banging back at the door that uh, that you initially went to in your exploration of the hole. Can we see that door from here? Or is it's too dark? It's it's too far. Yeah, it's probably. But we all hear ninety it. feet. Yeah. Hey, little guy, take me back towards that noise. You got it. Let's go. All right. You assholes coming with me? Prepare to defend yourself. What's the plan here? Are you just... We're just going to attack I want to know what that fuck that noise is, and I'm going to go check it out. Hey, you That's do my that. way of telling go, you. Go this guy wants to kill us. a noise, and we prevented him from killing you, the uh, noise. I, I don't think that's what happened, but that's that's great. Let's go Let's go check out that noise. That sounds, okay. that sounds like a smart thing to do right now. All right. I'm on board. All right. So, so uh, we're either going to die cowering here, or we're going to die fighting some whoa, things. Whoa, right? whoa, little, so, little skinny whoa, whoa. guy with the loud voice and the the I funny didn't come name. Here to die. Take me over there. We're there, dude. Why is he saying "take me over there"? <laughs> well, back to that noise because I can't, we see, can't shit. see. It's very dark in here. Oh, the big strong. And I have, I have, brute, and I have I low light see. hearing. <laughs> so you guys move back into the the hole that you were in. You move to the opposite opposite side of the the room, and as you get closer to the door, you can see it. You can see it vibrating, and mm. uh, there's there's like uh, uh, pieces of the wood coming off. And as you watch, you see. Uh, some type of sword or some type of bladed weapon that's coming through where the door uh, meets, and it's chipping away at the at the bar that's placed over there on your side. Uh, I say we barricade it further and try I, to head out the other end. You can't tell what's over there, but it sounds like there is uh, a lot of them. Hmm. I wish we could grab that blade and kind of bend it. Maybe, uh, yeah. I'm but gonna, why, don't, why don't you use the bar from the door, though? As a as do any a of these body? Are there still bodies hanging around? Yeah, oh, in the room you were hiding, there's like a. Can I, can I go I mean. look and search yeah. them for some type what of weapon? What do you tell me to do? Pick up the wooden beam that was locking us in here. You can you can use it like. What a, do I do with that? Hit who's ever about to okay, come in. Okay, well, in the, the meantime, okay. in the meantime, I'm going to go back to the room I was in because there were a bunch of bodies. This hippie just told there. me he uh, had a good idea. I don't know this hippie, but he said for me to grab the big bar that I just dropped. So I'm going to grab that bar, and I'm going to get ready to smack whoever's coming in this door. Okay. Or I'm going to hit their stupid metal thing that's coming through the door. <laughs> okay. Time to play a little head ball. <laughs> and you're going to go investigate the corpses that were in the room you were Yeah, I'd like to do at. some corpse investigation. Okay. So... I do have low light vision. There's a necrophiliac, two dumb guys, a radio DJ, and a bear, and a hippie. <laughs> On AMC, walk into a bar. Walk into a bar. 
Um, all right, so you go back to investigate the uh, the bodies that are suspended in that room that you were looking at. Um, I suppose I'll provide some sort of backup for the oaf. I'm looking for a weapon. What you call me? A uh, big yeah. fella. Nice. I didn't big realize guy. he was unarmed. So you can hear the voices shouting on the other side of the door. They seem kind of uh, they seem uh, puzzled, a little bit angry at at the fact that the door is locked. Uh, this was not a, not how they left it clearly, um, but uh, weird. It seems clear that uh, that uh, Mildred Mildred uh, at some point during your your Retreat. stealth, yeah, your covert operation that you barred this door. Yeah. Oh, you locked the door. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, this- so they're they're. Uh, it looks like they're trying to chip away at the lock with with a sword from the other side. So oh. you're you're holding the other the other lock. Uh, Martha, the big bar. I'm gonna hit the. I'm gonna hit their store. Their their what? Their sword. Yeah, you just see the end of it. It's kind of coming through the door and chipping away at that bar. I'm gonna smack it. <laughs> gonna, that sword. Uh, it's like I'm gonna a, try to knock it to the ground and and. Uh, well, there's only and, like an inch showing. It's just barely chipped. It's like an impossible game of whack-a-bole. You're, you would <laughs> maybe playing. they don't even know we're here yet though, and maybe we shouldn't announce our presence to them. Uh, I think with oh, just tell me what to do. They took care of that. Oh. Um, in the other room, you begin rifling through the pockets of uh, of the corpses that have been hung up. Um, one thing that you that you notice in common is all of the bodies uh, that are hanging in there, and none of you noticed this uh, previously. All of the bodies are women, so it's all women hung up in this room. Yeah, <laughs> creep. <laughs> um. Yeah, they're all they're all clothed, but there's no as you go through like quickly uh, a, a very hurried search reveals there's nothing uh, of any like. Use I always heard shitty things about so. cruises, and now this. What should I do, hippie? Let's let these. I even say we could lift this bar up, or I guess we can't do that. But I'm ready. I'm ready for action when it happens. Next to me. Is this a dead end kind of area? There's no other exit here, or do we not We're know that to yet? Fight it's barred on the other from the other side, I believe. It's a dead end as far as you guys know. Yeah, but it's not a dead end as far as Mildred knows. Right. So, Is there another way out of here? Oh, Is that uh, what you're saying? Yes. Let's let's get out of here. Well, hell, let's. I'm gonna keep this bar <laughs> so I can hit something. I if think that's I have a good to. idea. Yeah. I support it. Okay. Um, so, are you leading them to your to the exit that yes. you're aware of? All right. So, Mildred is like, uh, "There's another way out of here. Let's bail." She goes back into the room where she was hiding, and against the wall, back behind the crate that that you first took cover in, uh, you can see a crawl space. Uh, it's very very small though, so the getting the barbarian through there will take a little bit of work widening the mouth of this. Pretty big too. This dragonborn uh, vent, yeah. Well, uh, da. The dwarves and the elves <laughs> will be able to fit through here. You slide the you slide the crate you were hiding in out away from the wall, and you can kind of see. It's just the opening small, or, or is it small inside too? Just the opening. The actual the actual passage is a little wider. You could probably fit in there with a little work. What's the opening made of? All wood. This is all. Would you pry that open a bit yeah. for us? It Thanks. looks like you can see sl- like marks on the floor. It looks like they'd use this to slide objects down from another deck uh, into this hold. You've used it a couple times just to move between rooms. What is it like uh, planks? Mildred. Are they nailed in or? Um, 
Well, not yeah. It's just a, it's just wooden wall planks. What what used to cover the mouth of of the vent has been like busted out by Mildred as she like ran in and out of this. I'm thing. gonna make the hole bigger. I'm gonna yank on these boards. Okay. All right. Brute strength. Get Do your dice ready. Oh yeah. All right. All right, I'm going to say, hold on, before you roll, I'm going to say the difficulty on you manually ripping these boards out is going to be a, let's make it a 15. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, this is a ship's hole. Okay. You are, yeah. H-U-L-L hole. Nope. What'd you roll? A four. Um, Plus a five, so that's... Brian rolls a four. He adds five, which is his strength bonus, which is pretty formidable, but that only adds up to nine. It doesn't meet the 15. All right, let me try. I'm going to try. Let me try. He heaves and throws on the... I kick it because I'm mad. Hold on. you got to wait your turn. Mildred's going to try and help you out. No, I I, I didn't. I I didn't. I was not... Mildred rolls a three. Well, I rolled a three, but I do have a plus four, so... Yep. All right, I guess I'll have to try. A shameful seven. This is everyone taking turns. Eight plus five. Thirteen. Close, but no cigar. This is fucking stupid. We're all going to die here. I look back at the door. What's happening over there? Uh, it's you know just what? the gradually being chipped. If they chip too much more out of that center bar, they'll be able to just kick it in. Hey, I'm going to see if I can open this jar of olives now that they've it. loosened it for me. I need a 15. There's a 15. Oh. Wow, what's what's your strength? I'm just curious. My strength is twelve, and my modifier is a one. Wow, never send a barbarian to do an elf's job, Brian. Dude, thanks for loosening that up for me. You're the best. <laughs> All right, little guy, thanks. You're welcome. All right, so uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe it was loosened up, or maybe you're just a badass. Uh, I'm a good ass. <laughs> uh, Blackie takes a chunk out of the top of the the mouth of this vent, uh, opening it up, probably just enough for you to squeeze. Shoulders in there, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a nasty fit. I'm gonna push my way past him and get inside there. Oh, and there go, <laughs> there goes Barry. All right, so the dragonborn shoulders his way past you guys and just climb, <laughs> climbs into the into the vent and starts squirming your way through this thing. All right, and you guys go next. Who's next? <laughs> I wish you could see faces on podcasts because our our elf shaman's face is just dismayed. This is fucked up. <laughs> What's your problem, hippie? All right, let's go. We're I, I, I now I don't know where we're going. All right, you I, hear I wood. Exit. You no, hear wood splinter at the other end of the all right. end of, in, other end of the room. Come on, get in there, Cheech. Yeah, I'm I, I'm through. All okay, right. so uh, Barry, the dragonborn, followed by Mildred. Go, go hippie. I'm in. Uh, I'm in, and, I'm, and the bear is 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 fades away as though he was never there. Mm. <laughs> Go. You ready? All right, I'm yeah. going. After you. And I, I slide in. You're letting the the barbarian go first? Yeah. All right, Blackie. All right. So you squeeze in there. Uh he you doesn't get stuck. Yeah, you you uh you scrape yourself up a bit just yeah. trying to get through the uh the edge of the the, the I get vent it. There. I'm Homer Simpson trying to go through anything. Yeah. Up on point, Barry, you're you're squirming through this passage uh and it starts to go uh, it starts to to gradually curve up uh you're not sure where where it leads you can call questions back to mildred if you want but uh it starts to curve up they clearly use this as some sort of shoot that they would drop drop stuff down from above um and I hope it it's lo- not a poop shoot <laughs> it looks like it's gonna hit a uh a, a, a basically a vertical 
climb uh, after about we were in the trash compactor so. from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I only um, tried it; it's hermetically sealed. Blackie, you you crawl in. All you can see is is uh, Martha's giant barbarian feet, and then hear him grunt, grunting and farting as he tries to fit through this. Oh, he's in front of me, right? This tunnel. Yeah, but Blackie Green is right behind you. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and as you just like squeeze into the uh, passage, you hear the, the, the door give way back in the room that, that you were found, and you hear people shouting, um, and you guys scuttle farther into Can this Can you slide tunnel. that thing back? Or? You guys are in. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, there's no, there's the no last, room to turn last around. Person in, right. Last person in should have really covered our tracks, but well, you know. they'll always be in next time <laughs> to get brutally to murdered. Call back to him. Uh, he, you, we, do you want, yeah, do you yeah. want uh, Blackie to back out of the passage and no? I mean, flip he, can he just reach? Can he just reach out? To, it's too uh, too confined he's here. He weighs forty seven pounds. Hey, don't right. blame me. Blame the architect. All right. Of this goddamn boat. Well, <laughs> then I just keep going. I'm just I'm just yeah? powering okay. through. Uh, on point, Barry. You uh, you you come to. Uh, a point where it's actually really slick. This wood is is worn smooth. Uh, there's a hatch above you, um, and as you listen for a moment, you can hear the the sound of everyone behind you in the passage. You listen for a moment at this hatch. You can't hear anything though up above you. Sounds clearish. I slide it open slowly. All right. Uh, the rest of you guys kind of like train wreck up against Barry as he's checking out this hatch. You you pop your head out of this hatch and you see that you're uh, actually in a room that's filled with uh, linen, some pieces of sheet, stuff like this. It looks like uh, the, the equivalent of like a laundry room for this ship. So it's a tiny, you, you, you pop, pop your head up and you're in a, uh, it looks like you're in a tiny laundry room. Uh, no one else is in there. Uh, this room's well lit. And uh, now that your head's out of this hatch, you can hear the sound of activity on the ship outside of this room. You're you're clearly in a more uh, frequented spot on the boat, but uh, no one's in the room at the moment. All right, I'll climb up and out. Okay. All right. Everybody follow suit. Yes. Are we being? Am yep. I being followed? Is anybody? Uh, uh, do I hear people coming towards this opening? Um, you you hear the sound of voices behind you guys, but you don't hear anybody coming into the the passage behind you. Okay, all right. Um, the the language spoken by all these voices as they become clearer is not something you guys recognize right off the right off the bat. So it's not common. It's not common. All right. Um, <laughs> That's the D uh, D language common. Luckily, you. Uh, Luckily, the uh, the shaft isn't like this. Is where there's constant dick references in D and D. There's constant. Oh, it's a shaft. And every map I draw of shaft. a level looks like a dick or a vibrator yeah. or like fallopian, a fallopian tubes. tubes. You're really yeah. that's a really so common theme in your work. Shaft. All right, so you guys, you guys managed <laughs> Watch your mouth. to okay. shimmy up the slick <laughs> shaft, and now uh, you you've piled up in the la- the uh, laundry room. Uh, the door here is just kind of lazily, lazily swinging, um, and you can hear people walking around outside, uh, outside the room. Peeking through the crack in the door, you can see heavily armored uh, figures, humans, uh, not speaking a language you recognize, uh, walking around uh, in pairs. Guard duty. They seem, uh, they seem like they're uh, the like the ship is theirs. Human. Yeah. Big humans? 
normal humans. How many uh, do we like see? Buffed out humans, maybe. And now I they can look see like it's warriors. not dark anymore, right? Right outside. This is you're l- literally looking out onto a, a piece of the exposed deck from this room, so you can see it's like uh, dusk. Uh, How many people do we see? Well, you can't. Uh, s- only you're can only peeking. See? Yeah, hard to say. You see, okay. you see them walking by periodically. Uh, no one up here seems to be aware of the ruckus that you guys caused down below yet. So. Okay, well, do you want a break before Chewie starts pulling uh, stormtroopers in and taking their uh, uniforms? <laughs> You're Chewie, you tell me. Because uh, that's what I want to do. I want to start beating up these guys and taking their armor. Yeah, you're going to take the ship back? Yeah. All right. This is a good time to break then because it's about to get real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, when you next hear us on uh, Nerd Poker with Brian Pesane, Dungeons and Dragons with Brian Pesane and Friends. Um, we will be getting into some shit. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, episode one. I'd like to thank all my friends Blaine, Ken, Sarah, Sark, our DM, or Dungeon Master, and my good friend Jerry, who I made fun of a lot uh, for uh, being here, and we'll see you guys next week. I'm going to lay healing hands on you, Pry. Shut, Shut up, up, hippie. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Riza Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que nos está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aki Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. O donde sea. Spanish Aki Presents! Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.